Well, we're talking with Gerhard Heiberg this morning, IOC member from from Norway and also the president of Lillehammer 1994, the Winter Olympics that have, well, I guess really made Lillehammer legendary in Winter Olympic lore. Thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you very much. What What is the uh, the atmosphere that you feel in Lillehammer today different, say, than what it was like? 22 years ago for the Winter Olympics. It's a, it's, it's a different scene here now. Yes, but I would say I can feel the same enthusiasm among the people li- uh, living in Lillehammer and seeing and talking to the athletes and the volunteers. I feel much of the same enthusiasm, atmosphere, so that's the same. And uh, <clears throat> waking up this morning, we even have the same weather as we had in 1994, although 20 degrees above what we had in 94. <clears throat> at the same time, of course, the size of the games uh, is a little different. This is um, something else than uh, call it the regular Olympic Games but still a lot reminds me of Lillehammer in 1994 the hotels are the same the streets are the same life is almost the same as in 1994 so I don't see any big difference. The crowds may be a little bit smaller, the Storgata may not be as filled with pin traders and yeah, people, right. visitors. You, you are quite right. Traffic is very different, and uh, but but the atmosphere is is the same, and I, I feel um, great being here. The same hotel we stayed uh, all of us in yeah. in 1994, yeah, and it's the same hotel hasn't changed very much. A bit of bit of a homecoming. This event could not be taking place without Lillehammer 1994. That's correct. The venues that are here, the experience of hosting the Winter Olympic Games has made it very easy for Lillehammer to step into this role? Yes, that is correct. Uh, And um, the feeling, if I dare say so, in the IOC is also great. We are getting... I think 75 IOC members out of 92. And most of them come because so they have heard about Lillehammer and uh, the word Lillehammer has a very good uh, sound in Olympic circles. So uh, you are quite right. Uh, thanks to what happened in 94, we got the 2016 Youth Olympic Games. We get a lot of IOC members, a lot of attention. So, um, yes. And, and, and from what you, your experience so far with the Winter Youth Olympic Games, the Youth Olympic Games concept, is it worthwhile? Is it something that w- will help the IOC, the Olympics, in the long term? Today, I am of that opinion. I have always supported the Youth Olympic Games. The concept is changing, will change. And the concept is, of course, very different from the regular games. There, 
you have a lot of uh, commercial activities, getting a lot of uh, money from sponsors, TV right holders, and so on. While this is an investment on the part of uh, IOC in uh, in uh, young people, in the youth, hoping that some of them again will develop into good uh, ath- uh, elite uh, athletes, and at the same time. Uh, we give uh, the young people a great education, background in um, the environment, in sports, in a lot of aspects of, uh, of their lives. So it's a way of uh, the IOC thanking the young people and uh, with the same mission as we have to contribute to building a better world through sport so but still basically there is this big difference this is not a commercial activity while the other the big olympic games can be seen as also also a commercial activity does it is there is there a way to make this more important than just to the 1700 young people who come here if you're trying to reach a world of young people how yes. do the Youth Olympic Games do that? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel to do this and to achieve this, we need to find a way to attract media worldwide, worldwide more than we have been able to so far. But from the beginning in Singapore in 2010, and then uh, Innsbruck and Nanjing and now Lillehammer, I think we have got more and more attention. And we feel today as well that uh, with the new media, yes, uh, these new media are for the young people. This is a way to more or less broadcast what's happening in Lillehammer these days and wake up a lot of people getting interested in not only the Youth Olympic Games, but in sports and seeing what can be done, what can be developed. It takes time. Maybe it takes more time than we originally thought, but I, I feel we are on the right track to, to achieving some of these goals. One of your colleagues on the IOC, Dick Pound, has made some critical comments about the, the value of the Youth Olympic Games have created a bit of a fury here in Norway. Um, what do you what do you say to his comments that this is uh, there's there are better ways to spend money than on a project like this? You know, it shows that we have to have a more discussion on the future of the Youth Olympic uh, Games, and as I said, the concept is not fixed for forever. <coughs> we are developing the concept. I feel his remarks was where. Uh, came at the wrong time and the wrong place. I think we should discuss that in the IOC and not the way he came out. So uh, I am part of the people here feeling that uh, he could have uh, shut up until we meet together in uh, IOC circles and discuss the future of uh, the Youth Olympic Games there. And the IOC has delayed making a decision on a Summer Olympic, Summer Youth Olympic game host for 2022 until there's an evaluation. I think that is correct. I feel that is part of the Olympic Agenda 2020. 
that we should evaluate uh, the Youth Olympic Games after two summer uh, Youth Olympic Games and two Winter Olympic Games. We need to do an evaluation. We need to have a broad discussion in uh, the IOC session as well. If we continue, how should we do it? Is there anything to change? We need a thorough discussion. We had that before we started, after the initiative of uh, President Roger at the time, and we n uh, need to take that discussion again after now for uh, Youth Olympic Games. Um, what, is, what does this event mean to Norway, the Youth Olympic Games, to have this event? It was interesting to see the same reaction we had in 94 when we had the torch going around the country. And it really ignited um, a lot of small places, young people coming out, almost 30,000 people all together came out. And, and, and uh, I think we got a lot of positive attention. Media were present everywhere we were. So here, uh, little by little, people have woken up and said, this may be of interest, this may have a, an interesting future. And uh, the way to handle the young people, the way we do with sports, education, and so on and so forth, yes, little by little, it's gotten more and more popular. In the beginning, nobody knew what this was. Today, yes. A lot of people will know and we will have a, a live transmission of the opening ceremony on Norwegian television tomorrow. And, and uh, we have got a lot of journalists coming here uh, interested in what's going on. So, so yes, we feel uh, it's, it's, it has got the same place as, of course, it had in 1994, but it's still uh, interesting to people. And young people are... We have felt very, very interested in what's happening here. Does it will it ignite interest in Norway bidding again for a Winter Olympic Games? I have said that uh, we should not take that discussion now. We should see the success of the 2016 Youth Olympic Games, and then we should start the discussion. Have we an opening now for uh, applying for the Games for 2026? And um, we, I think we all agree in Norway that yes, we need to organize the Games once more, but should it be in 26 or in, in 2030? Uh, it's an interesting discussion that will come. And um, based on the success which I think we will have in the coming 11 days, we will have that, and um, then we will see. My dream is, of course, that we can do it again in 2026. Gerhard Heiberg, thank you very much for speaking with us. I'm Around the Rings editor Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of ATR Radio. Good day. <laughs>